0: Do you love the Making a Musical podcast? Please subscribe, like, and review our show so we can get this into the hands of more musical theater lovers just like you. Ticket Peek just named us one of the five best performing arts podcasts out there. We're number three now, but help us out and let's move up that list. Meantime, if you want to learn more about my new off-Broadway musical, Good Morning New York, go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. You can get tickets for our 54 Below show. That's October 4th. It's a concert and you'll get a free album it's a Friday heads up so you have time you have a Friday in a few months we also have tickets for our off-broadway show that's January 9th 2020 tickets for both shows are on sale now we have merch we have music online go to our website to learn more the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Graff The podcast follows the development and execution of my new critically acclaimed musical, Good Morning New York. We open off Broadway at the Players Theater, January 9th, 2020. You can buy your ticket now. Visit goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. Tickets start at 42 bucks. We still have seats for opening night. So if you get one, you'll get a gift bag. There's a lot of freebies in there like Harney and Sons, our sponsor. So buy your ticket. Also, we have t-shirts for sale that say stuff like living the off-off Broadway life. You can wear it mowing the lawn or hiking or traveling for pajamas. They could be sexy. You never know. You'll have to see. And then, um, Have your boyfriend tell you what he thinks. Okay, so let's move on to the main event. I'm joined now by Billy Reese, the composer and lyricist of a musical about Star Wars. In previews, now welcome to the Making a Musical podcast. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: So this musical is going to interest a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. and I want to know how did you get started with it?
1: Right, yeah, yeah. So I met the producer, Tom Dangora, Um, at a conference uh, called States the Change on Long Island Um, and we were, you know, both there teaching workshops to high school students about like theater as a social voice Um, and he told me about this project that he was working on I said I have to be involved with this I wrote my, you know, college common app essay on Revenge of the Sith so I was a big Star Wars fan Um, yeah, and so I wrote two songs on spec Um, and from there I, you know, got hired for the project.
0: So did he know that you wrote those before he brought you on?
1: The, uh, the spec songs? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He told me, you know, these are two concepts for songs. Just write, you know, 90 seconds of each and send them over. Um, yeah, and he liked them enough to... Let me write the rest of the score. You know.
0: Were you the reason why this musical is happening, or was it going to happen? He just needed a yeah. Composer? He
1: was so he was looking for composers and lyricists for it. Um, and yeah, that was. I guess I just you know listened to the call and yeah.
0: That's so nice. Yeah. A lot of people wonder if they're a composer, how yeah. can I meet a book writer or a book mm-hmm. writer? How can I meet a composer? So for you, it just happened naturally. Yeah. I
1: mean, I I started very young. You know, I, I grew up on Long Island, um, so I was always putting up my stuff in the city and coming in and out and doing different things. So I'd been meeting people and making connections from a very young age. I was very lucky enough to be doing that. Um, and I grew up, you know, in a family that was very outgoing naturally, so I just always sort of introduced myself to people and loved talking to people and getting to know people. Um, and I think that's, like, so much of, of what it is in the field. You just, like, have to meet people and just, like, go out of your way. Um, and not every, like, relationship will turn into a collaboration, but, like... A bunch very well could, you know.
0: And you're working hard now because you're doing this off-Broadway musical, but you're also in school.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm in my final year at uh, Fordham. Um, yeah, and again, I I started at a young age, so I, like, sort of kind of revel in doing multiple things at once, you know, um, and just, like, not sleeping <laughs> and, you know, staying up and just writing. Um just because that's, like, what I've always done and what I've always loved. You know, I I grew up, like, writing musicals in, you know, little notebooks for Macy Moore, you know, during my math class in middle school, you know. So that's, like, always what I've wanted to do. Um, And I've always sort of had to balance school and... um, and writing musicals. So, you know, we'll see how things change come May 17th once I graduate, you know. <laughs> that'll be birthday. a whole new world. There you go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah.
0: So tell me, because the musical opens May the 4th, Yes. Obviously. May the 4th, you with you. Exactly. You graduate May 17th. So let's talk about this musical from the very beginning. Yeah. So first, what's it about? Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there. Great. So right. what's, what's the pitch?
1: Yes. So a musical about Star Wars is um, about two guys. Um, one is a Gen X winger. One is a millennial falcon. Um, and they decide to put on a musical about Star Wars. They're massive fans. And they cast uh, a young AMDA graduate to be in the show named Emily. Um, and halfway through the opening number, she sort of breaks out and makes a startling revelation that she does not like Star Wars. Um, and we sort of spend 90 fast-paced minutes, um, just talking about fandom and Star Wars culture and why, um, if you hate it, you are wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Can people hate parts like certain movies?
1: Sure. Yes. Is you that know. I, I mean, of course, there's a lot to hate in some of those prequels. You know. I love the prequels. No, a lot of, of people don't
0: like the prequels.
1: I mean, how could you hate Jar Jar Banks? My God.
0: I know. Yes. And I was going through puberty at the time, so Jar Jar was my thing. Oh, no, of course. Yes, that was your sexual awakening <laughs> with
1: Jar Jar Banks. No, yeah. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen's yeah. side ponytail. No. of yeah, course.
0: Perfect for a fourteen-year-old girl. Exactly. I was like, what's
1: that feeling? <laughs> we. We have, uh, we have a, a great number all about the prequels. Um, I will not spoil it, but it is written in a style of a very popular new musical right now where we sort of cover the entire history of the prequels. And, you know, there's a lot of just like... Great stuff for Star Wars fans, but there's also a lot of great stuff for just fans of musicals, you know, so you don't have to like just one or the other to, you know, to see it. I mean, you can like just one or the other to be able to enjoy it. You know, if you like both, that's a plus. But yeah.
0: Right. Now, when did you start writing this?
1: Yeah. So uh, we we wrote super quickly. It's the fastest writing process I've ever gone through um, the beginning of November. Was when I was brought on board to write the score, and we did a reading in January, and uh, we started previews uh, last week.
0: Yeah. That's so fast-paced. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I mean, did he? Did the producer just book the theater and say, "Make yeah. it happen"? Yeah.
1: I mean, he. You know, he has had shows running in this theater for years and years, very successfully. He
0: has musical. He has right?
1: musical. Yes, musical just celebrated its three thousandth performance. Wow. Um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he had the space, and he had. Um, you know, uh, free evenings, and the schedule was sort of um, put into place. He just needed people who could do it really quickly. And, um, yeah, that's sort of um, where I found I excelled was just writing really quickly and under pressure, you know? Yeah, But
0: that's what I make our, my composer do all the time. Today yeah. <laughs> is April 1st, and this was the deadline for uh, him to complete like the orchestrations and everything. Okay, great. So I'm getting texts and emails at like, I think it was either 4 or 5 in the morning, I'm not really sure, but I oh remember he was sending me everything, he's like, here's everything for the deadline. But that's
1: it, you know, deadlines are like so helpful for me, I'm sure they're super helpful for yes, you too. Yeah, that's all you know? I live by. Yeah, because if not, I'll just like sit around and be like, you know, I'll do it. Another time, you know. Um, yeah, I would not write if it was not for deadlines, you know. But
0: (laughs) so, what was the reading like?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the January, yeah. So, we did the reading, um, just to a a big house of you know, family and friends. Um, and it went well, but you know, we it was a a supportive group, so they, you know, yeah, (laughs) that's what you need, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and we just got great feedback from people, um, just saying what they thought we should do, and um, the show has changed probably 50 to 60 percent since that reading. Um, A lot of new songs, a lot of cut songs. Um,
0: What's one of the biggest changes that happened from the reading?
1: Structurally, it's changed completely. You know, we, this reading was um, the, uh, it was sort of structured a lot more like hardcore, like now we're going to talk about Um, the first movie, now we're going to talk about the prequels, now we're going to talk about this, 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 and now it's just a lot more, like, conversational and free-flowing, um, and just more organic, which, you know, so you don't (laughs) spend the whole time sitting there being like, oh my god, we're only on episode four, you know, um, Yeah.
0: And it's a cast of three, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. three people. So, what are rehearsals like? Do you guys? I mean, obviously off Broadway, big yeah, stuff. Totally. So, mm-hmm. how do you rehearse? And also, where yeah. do you rehearse? Because yeah. I just want to know like good mm-hmm. places.
1: Yeah, well, well, we we've been rehearsing at Theater Row, you know. Um, oh. Yes, because for it's, free. Yeah, because it's his um, it's his space. You know, it's his theater. Um, that's where musical is. If there's no show going on, then the theater is ours. You know, um, yeah, and. It's a cast full of super Star Wars fans, you know, who also are contributing to the book and everything. So if something isn't working, we'll just sit there for a couple of minutes and, you know, all come up together with a better joke or, you know, or a better reference um, or things like that. So it's like super like collaborative, one of the most collaborative rooms I've ever been in, which is, you know, why I think audiences have been enjoying it so much is because it's, it really does feel like it was written by super fans.
0: Cutting in here real fast to talk about sleep. Can you recall a time when your mom yelled at you to make your bed? Or could you recall a time waking up and your toes were coming out of the covers freezing? That is the story of my life because I don't have heat in my room. It's in my apartment, but not my room. So that's why I want to tell you about Z Sock. Z Sock is a patented bedding product which solves two major issues. The Z Sock eliminates the everyday hassle of making your bed. Let me repeat that. You'll never have to make your bed again. It also keeps your toes tucked in no matter how much you toss and turn at night. If you want warmth from your nose to your toes, you got to check out ZSock. Here's how you do it. Visit zsock.com. That has three Zs though. So it's Z-Z-Z-S-O-C-K dot com. There's also a link in the notes section of this episode. This is going to change the way you sleep. You're going to be happy you checked it out. You also have a new album that came out in the fall. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called The Perks of Being a Snowflake. Um, It's uh, available on all music platforms, Spotify and iTunes. Um, And it's sort of a, um, a, a compilation album of... A lot of the songs that I do in concert at, at 54 or below in the Green Room 42, you know, with my sort of core group of snowflakes that, you know, I call them. Um, Why are
0: they called snowflakes? So
1: all the songs are sort of um, a satirical looks at like growing up millennials. And, you know, we're sort of uh, looking at uh, reclaiming uh, the term snowflake and, you know, sort of making it a positive thing. Um And uh, just making as many jokes about it as we can through the form of, you know, musical comedy. Um, I've never
0: heard snowflake. Really? Yeah. Never. uh, Yeah. Like a fragile snowflake? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Really? Well.
1: (laughs) That's so interesting.
0: (laughs) What? Who would call you that? Like an older person? Like,
1: yeah, like an older person, you know, like, oh, these snowflakes, they just, uh, they're always triggered and they need safe spaces. You know, that sort of thing. How we're like delicate and fragile, you know, As, as millennials we are snowflakes, uh-huh. you know, um, which I think is just a ridiculous term, but you know, I won't get political on your podcast. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's
0: interesting. I'm, I bet you, I'm going to walk out on the street later today and, and I'm going to hear call it. A snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, absolutely. I'm sure I'm going to hear it now that you've made me uh, you've made me aware of Open your eyes.
1: Happening. Now you're listening to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I was
0: going to say woke, but I'm so sick of woke jokes. Well, that's true. It's like yeah. making woke, saying that you're it's woke. So it's it so 2016. It is. It is. So uh, now I'm aware. Yes. I'm just going to go back to the mm-hmm. basic words. Yes, <laughs> just. <laughs> I'm not going to add a new word into my vocabulary. Exactly. Just um... pretend
1: it's 2008 and stop there. You right.
0: Know? So explain how you made the album then. Uh, right. I want to know... Did you record the songs in a studio yeah. or what? They mm. were in the studio?
1: Yeah, so so um, I received a um, fundraising research grant from Fordham to do the album. Um, you know, it really was not really research. You know, most people like do stem cell research with this the <laughs> summer research grant. But, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and through that generous support, I was able to make the album. And um, we did it at a studio on Long Island. Um, and I just brought all my... Folks down into this guy's basement that was beautifully converted into a studio. Love a good one. Yeah, basement. basement studio. We need them. We need them. Um, yeah, and uh, we recorded for two days and edited for you know a month. Um, yeah, put it out there.
0: So, question for you, because right now we're in the process of making our album. Yeah. I got, I've been doing phone calls totally. last week and this week, uh-huh. and I have an idea. So, we have 11 songs Great. that we're going to put on it, Great. and then four instruments, and then we're going to bring in the singers after. Yeah. Do you think it'll take 20 hours to do it all?
1: um in the studio
0: studio time like
1: in in total
0: of studio time yeah of like recording and tracking because the guy's gonna give us a deal i'll do a different podcast about that everybody (laughs) you'll hear about it later but currently i'm just seeing. yeah he said like if we commit to 20 hours then like he'll give us a good deal
1: 20 hours and it would be
0: 1,400
1: i don't think you'll need 20 hours okay um for 11 songs I mean, what, if you play each song... They're really song... easy, too. Yeah, if you play each song twice, you know, that's, what, 50 minutes, uh, you know? Um...
0: Probably 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, 15. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but for all of them, you know, cause the album is going to be, what, 50 minutes long, about, probably? Oh, uh,
0: yeah, the songs are about, like, two and a half minutes to three and a half minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll need 20 hours to do that. Um... Which you know you'll save money. You know, you, you know I, I think you'll need half of that. Really? Absolutely. I'm trying to think. Well, because we had two days where we recorded the singers and the instruments. Um, did you do it all at the same time? We, I think you, you probably did it first? It's 14 hours. Doing the math in my head, 14 to 15 hours. Okay. So, mm-hmm.
0: he's uh, he, he also does mixing too. So then okay. he said he'll do hourly oh, for so mixing. Oh, so
1: then yeah. So So then that might get you to 20. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm.
0: do you think that 1,400 is a good deal? Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, because that's what he's given us. And I'm like, that's a good deal. For your album, do you have the Star Wars songs?
1: Mm, No, because none of the songs were written at the time. Because we recorded it over the summer. um, And by then, I didn't even know I was doing the show, you know? Um, So these are all like songs, mostly just like my cabaret standalone songs um, that I do in concert. Um, And it's, you know, with my core group of friends that sort of do all my concerts, you know? Um, Will there
0: be an album for Star Wars? Because you probably mm, have a lot of interested people. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know what I can talk about just yet, but, oh. but we are, you know, we are talking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully, because that'd be very exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. But, and then how long does this go on for? How long? Yeah,
1: so it's an open-ended run right now. Oh. Um, yeah, which is very exciting. Um, you know, the Tom, the producer, has never had a show run less than 18 months, you know, in New York. So... We'll see what happens, but you know the the audiences have really been enjoying it. Um, it's been selling well um, because it's Star Wars. You know, everyone loves Star Wars. You know, and even if you don't, um, you know about it. You know, you know what it is. So <laughs> right. if you want to come and watch us, but uh, you know, fall on our faces, you can do that too. You know.
0: Can I ask how much you make through the album and Spotify? Yeah,
1: not a hell of a lot, but you know what? But people listen to it. Um, And, um...
0: Is there a way to promote it? Yeah, well, you can get it on iTunes,
1: yeah, and you can, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's not so much, uh, like, if I had a marketing budget for it, maybe I totally could have marketed it, I could have, if I had a a larger budget for it, I could have gone to, like, a label and, you know, tried to sell it that way, um, but because it was solely independent, it was really just, like, a low-budget affair, you know, and so I sort of put all the money that I got from the grant into making it sound as good as possible um, instead of like splitting funds towards like marketing as well, you know? Right. Um, and the helpful thing with that is I have a really good product that I am able to give people um, as a way to promote myself when the time comes. You know, it's, it's always going to be there and the product is always going to be good. Um, so when people do come to it, you know, there'll be that, you know? Cause um, I asked that just because yeah.
0: I'm trying to figure out like we want to put it out there. Yeah. I don't know how to market it except hope that it gets in the like things you should listen to. Sure, sure, sure. And so sure. then I'm like, can I pay for that? Or I mean, <laughs> I don't well, know I, I mean, there's you a secret like, backdoor yeah. to force <laughs> it on. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah.
1: You know, buy a, a million streams. Legally. Can you? I'm sure you could. I don't know how, but okay. I'm sure there's some like Russian bot that'll you know help you do that. Um, Russian bot. I don't bot. know. I don't oh know. My Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, that's like that happens though, like that's what happened with be more chill you know um so it i mean i think it's just about using like proper tags and things for that you know um so if you tag like new musical theater like you know hit musical theater like whatever the kids are listening to i don't know what what the kids are listening to now um and putting that on youtube um then i think just like the algorithm might work out for it to, you know, end up next to like a, I don't know, a Spongebob, Squarepants, the musical I video. I need
0: to bring on someone who does this algorithm stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Me, Talk to someone at Google. My it. God, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because if I just want to duplicate what Be More Chill did. Sure. And I'm sure you're the same with your album. I'm, sh- like, yeah, I'm
1: sure everybody wants any- to duplicate what Be More Chill did. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: That's why we're launching ours like six months in advance. Sure. Um,
1: I mean, I think that's really smart. Um, a a lot of shows have been doing that recently too, where like they record an album first with like a cast that like isn't even in the show and then open the show like other Josh Cohen did that (laughs) recently where they have like just an all-star cast singing the songs. Um, and you know, they have that and they're able to just sell it at the first preview, you know, and build momentum months before. So I think that's really smart that you're doing that. Um, yeah, and you start performances in January, right?
0: Yeah, so we start in January. And
1: are you fundraising for that? Like, are yes. you also, like, the lead producer? Or...
0: Yep, lead yeah. producer, fundraising. Mm-hmm. We have to raise 13000 bucks. Okay. So, so far, we're at, um, I think, 1800 And then I have some deals that are in the works that mm-hmm. we're trying to get. We're also getting sponsorships as well. Great. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the main thing that I'm trying to do is um, I have Indiegogo. I have some investors that are interested. Sure. Small sure. investments, like... Like under a thousand, sure, so sure, it's sure. like my aunt. Yeah, but like you know,
1: Aunt Carol, and like, but that, that's what you need, you know. Yes,
0: they're like, we'll give you five hundred as long as we get that percentage of ticket sales like, yeah. back. So I'm doing that for them, exactly. and then I'm gonna try to get. I'm trying to get. Bars to bars near the theater mm. to pay us like 1000 or 2000
1: Program and
0: then exactly out yeah. on the program and then we'll send the audience their way it's new show so we'll mm. even have sponsored stuff from things that's in this on the set
1: Ex- oh yeah. that's funny funny yeah. funny yeah. we're even gonna
0: even script some things where it's like brought to you by yeah, mm, yeah. like for example Harney and Sons they're one of our sponsors it's okay. a tea company okay great yeah so yeah. they're gonna give us a bunch of free tea Um great. it's primarily for for like the Rehearsal for the director and the composer. Great. They love sure, tea. Sure. Okay. And then we also have on our opening at gift bags, everyone's gonna get these tens okay. of tea that have 20 little bags inside. Oh, fun. Great. So everyone for the launch party and opening night will get mm. all this tea. Mm. And in return, we're giving them a lot of. I think we actually ran an ad today in the podcast for honey. honey and sons.
1: Sons. <laughs> right on. Yeah. That's great. So in
0: return, we're giving them ad space, uh promotion, and then set product placement. Okay, mm-hmm. that's
1: awesome. And a lot
0: of it's in-kind donations. So I want to get a costume designer to come on board too. Or not a costume designer. I want to get a clothing company... To donate to our show, so we don't have to pay for it. Sure,
1: sure, sure, sure. Um,
0: yeah, so that's how I'm raising funds. I'm really just selling the show, and I'm just like—that's
1: what you got to do. Putting yeah. all the
0: products in there. Well,
1: there is no like musical about morning news. I think that's awesome, you know. And it's such like a, a fascinating industry. I mean, you know, like you worked in it. Um, what I sort of love about morning news is how everybody, all these decisions that people are making—it's so cutthroat because everybody's so exhausted. Yes! You know? Oh like my gosh, the that's the point! Yeah, I mean, the exhaustion is like such an interesting like character trait to throw on top of all these people, you know, because they could be ruthless, you know, uh, and you could, they could be equally ruthless in a musical about like the late night shows, but like, what is the added bonus for you is that they're all super exhausted. That's so cool. You yes. Know? And
0: well, there's it's funny because we have a theme in the beginning. Um, you hear the jingle that's called, you know, quote, wake up and rise, where sure. it's like their theme song for the new show. Yeah, But then it goes into in the end where it's like the people that work there actually want to themselves wake up and rise It yeah. to tell people to wake up and Great. rise. Yeah, So how do you get to that point where you are actually the one doing – what you want and living the life you want, totally, totally. Opposed to helping everyone else. That yeah, you don't know course. who they are. Exactly, who's producing a TV show.
1: Do you enjoy fundraising?
0: Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I really, I hate really it. hate it. I hate it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's it. Someone said recently at work, he was like, "Jackie, you're the best at promoting yourself," mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said it was a compliment, and I sure. agree. Mm-hmm. But it's like, boy everything i do on social media all mm. it is is me trying to get money sure. like scraping but
1: that's what you have to do you know um that i mean that's what i love about fordham is the curriculum is all about like self-producing your own work you know and, do you have any tips i mean it, i mean i <laughs> <I'm> dying <laughs> about, i mean it's been a while since i've like had to raise money for something the last time i did do that i was in nymph um, when I was seventeen, I was. Oh in- my yeah. God! Uh-huh. Your own work? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: How, what was your budget for that?
1: So we were in the reading <laughs> series. So we had to raise. Oh God. Twenty thousand? No, I think it was. It was less. It was like eight thousand. Okay. But you know, I was a senior in high school at the time. It's so much so, money. Yeah. So it was crazy. Um. And uh, yeah, I think we had an Indiegogo for it. Um, Did
0: you raise all all the money?
1: Yeah what mm-hmm. yeah how Thankfully. <laughs> I, you know people love a, a 17 year old trying to put on a musical I guess I don't know I don't know but, um, but yeah I mean again it's just like being ruthless I guess especially on social media you know like there are like these people who say like oh I'm gonna take a purge from social media I could never do that just because that's like where I do all my marketing and my promotion.
0: Is this your first off-Broadway musical?
1: Yes, this is. Yeah, this is my off-Broadway debut as a composer-lyricist. You know, I, I've been, like, making my rounds, you know, for the last couple of years and doing the concert, you know, work and everything, which I love. And, um, But, yeah, this is, this is the first one. Yeah.
0: Is it weird? I'm sure you have people reaching out to you on social mm-hmm. media who always are like, wow, off-Broadway, you must be so excited. <laughs> We're like... Yeah, I'm excited, but I've been working so hard since mm. I was seventeen. Actually, younger <laughs> than seventeen. Sure. Right?
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like a sense of exhaustion to it. Yes. You know. Um. But again, it's like what it's what I love. Um. And it's what I knew I wanted to do. And um, I came to school in the city to be able to do that while I was in school. You know. Um. So if I didn't want to get that off Broadway show by the time I was 21, then I could have gone to you know. Emory in georgia like you know it I could have gone anywhere else is that where you're from no i'm from oh. long island but i oh. like that's like a school <laughs> i apply for you know i don't know why you know oh. but anywho and you um, got in i i did they didn't give me enough money but you know oh. it's fine mm. whatever um, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah i know there's there's drama um that's the next musical. Uh-huh. It's about <laughs> how I didn't get enough money from Emory University. Oh. No, it's not. Oh <laughs> it's, yeah. It's boring. Then um, have them put it on. <laughs> yeah, cut all this. Oh, okay, really? <laughs> no, oh, no, okay. No, no. <laughs> um but um but yeah, uh I don't know what I was talking about. No, but yeah, just being First in the city, and, musical. Yeah, and just, you know, building my own opportunities and just like getting my name out there and just meeting as many people as possible. You know, that's what I love. I love like listening to people and hearing people's stories. Um, you're just getting to know people. And I think that's like a part of, um, why I enjoy it so much is just cause I get to like be in so many different rooms. Yeah.
0: So while we're talking about going to out of state to produce yes. stuff or to go to school, sure. I did have a comment in the notes section on iTunes about the mm. musical. So they said that they wanted to see us talk about places other than New York City. Oh. Do you know anything about producing and writing in other places like mm-hmm. Los Angeles or Chicago? Yeah. Any tips for people out there? As far as
1: I know, no. I mean, I, I've had experiences, you know, I at- my show Balloon Boy that was at Nymph um,
0: Balloon Boy yes. you did Balloon Boy yeah yeah,
1: yeah yeah, I heard
0: of that oh yeah wait when how many years ago was that
1: it was at Nymph in 2015 oh I my think? god yeah. when I
0: worked in Denver I was a news producer out there and we did a little story on that. that we didn't send the cameras but we like did a little 30 second reader like there's a musical called Balloon Boy because that's the kid that from Colorado that is so
1: fun yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I was about to say you know they did uh, uh, Monarch High School did Uh, for their High School Musical in 2014. There we go! That is so funny. What was the studio that you worked for in Denver?
0: So I worked over at Fox 31 in the CW in Denver. Okay. So I was a news producer over there. There you
1: go. Yeah. Are you from
0: Denver? Yes. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That's
1: so funny. Oh my God. That's
0: insane. Okay, so you did Balloon Boy yeah. at the theater festival here, mm-hmm. the New York Musical yeah. Theater Festival. Huge festival. It's yeah. pro- in my opinion, it's the best and most well marketed it's great. Yeah. one that we have for musical theater, in totally. my opinion.
1: Yeah, uh, totally. Totally. I mean, it's, it's really the only one of its... <laughs> kind you know that's right. specifically musicals you know yeah
0: and it's um, so well marketed they have ads everywhere i totally. love it so you did that and then a school a high school in denver picked it up right
1: they actually did it before nymph um oh. so balloon boy it won a competition at the international thespian festival in early 2014 um and we did uh, a workshop of some songs from it um in lincoln nebraska uh, at the and festival. And did you, were
0: you flown out there? I or was, yeah, I was there for it. Or did they flew
1: you? Yeah, 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 I was, I was flown out there for it. Um, and then the school, um, Monarch High School was at the festival and they were like, oh, we're like right by Fort Collins, you know, can we do this for our high school musical? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know.
0: Whoa. Yeah, and then
1: after that, we submitted to Nymph and we got in. Yeah, and we're still working on it. We, you know, we have, um... Yeah, we have some exciting next steps for it that I can't talk about just yet. Oh, but, but you have them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I've been working on that show since I was in seventh grade. That was one of the musicals I was writing you know, in, in seventh grade math class in a spiral notebook, you know? Um, obviously, it's changed 99%. Um, but yeah that's like still near and dear to my heart and it's my baby and you know we're still working on it yeah
0: yeah you gotta bring that back I don't know what the yeah. plan is <laughs> but I mean you know reach out to the Arvada Center Denver Center for performing sure. arts sure yeah Boulder Dairy Theater <laughs> oh sure
1: totally yeah 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 I I'm mean, sure you have a
0: lot going on but I yeah. think you one of my goals mm-hmm. is to have Good Morning New York picked up at a theater outside New York City sure so then it would be and then I would rewrite it mm-hmm. for a Good Morning Less Angeles yeah good morning Denver that's great so we rewrite it for the market
1: how I don't know the show how extensive would that rewrite be is it just like plugging in you know the name of the city or is it like (laughs) very like city specific
0: it's city specific Mm, so one of the pitches that I have is I want to maybe in a few months we'll see when I do it but I want to be reaching out to community theaters in other places. Sure. Or maybe even not community. Maybe yeah. better than community. Yeah. Who knows? Well, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'll reach out everywhere. And I'll be like, hey, we have a musical. It's going off Broadway. Mm-hmm. We want to take it somewhere. So if you guys are interested in producing it, yeah. um, we will write it for your city.
1: Yeah, totally. For
0: the small price mm-hmm. of 2500 Totally.
1: <laughs> well, I think what's I mean, what you could even do... Um, if you're like looking to like still, you know, develop it, I don't know like how like concrete this draft is, you know, um, but you could totally reach out to some smaller theaters like in any city, I presume, um, and just be like, Hey, we would love to do just like a one week workshop where we just like can just focus on the script with your actors. And then, you know, you can say, um, in, you know, your New York city playbill, this was developed in part at so-and-so theater in so-and-so city, you know? Um, oh. That, that, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've never done that, but that makes... seems like it would make sense, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. I just don't want to spend... For some reason, I don't know if it's because I'm a producer and a playwright. Yeah. Oh my God, I totally said all those words weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm a producer yeah. and a playwright. Yeah. But for some reason, I feel like I'm always paying for everything. Sure.
1: Well, I mean, that's what you have to do. And, <laughs> and like, playwriting is one of the only professions where you just like have to foot the bill for everything until you become a success. You know, it's not like heart surgeons are like paying people to like, you know, do their heart surgery, you know, just for the exposure, you know, for right. like 20 years until they become a like real heart surgeon, you know, like, um, it's just such a weird way that the industry works. Um, but then of course you reap the benefits when, you know, you do hit that success, you know? Um, I'm sure Lin Manuel Miranda is totally content with, you know, the $500 he probably had to spend on his thesis at Vassar. You know, I don't know what he had to spend, but, but truly, that's like, what it is. You just have to like, you know, raise the money now for the benefit later.
0: Ooh, question for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. For, your, for your album, how much did you pay the band? That's oh, a, that God. was a conversation we're having now too. yeah, I
1: don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't rem, I don't remember. Um, I don't know, like, what the rules are with local eight oh two, um if your musicians are in the band. They're not. Okay, they're so, not. so yeah. then there you go. Um <laughs> it can be, you know, whatever I I guess. because um, you know, they they were also my friends. These are the people that I play everything with. Um I don't remember the exact number. Um but you probably want to do it by song, you know, um, if it's whatever fifty bucks per song, I don't know, or or per hour. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you really can't do this without musicians. Like, I, like, but you know, <laughs> no. truly, like I, True. I, I like try to go above and beyond for my musicians just because they're like so, like they're they're so irreplaceable um, to me. Um, that's like my favorite part of a show and and of writing musicals is uh, the musicians because um, they really are like the backbone. Of, of a musical you know you can't have them without it um, so, right you know, okay good, so good to try to treat them right you i'll know? keep that in mind yeah. as i move forward yeah. with
0: conversations so to go back just a little bit those who are listening in other states i guess a mm. good tip would be to send your stuff to high schools high schools
1: um i mean colleges right now specifically are really into developing new musicals. really i found yeah oh um, which
0: ones any ones you can name
1: Oh, God. I, you know, oh, geez. I know Baldwin Wallace has a new musical program. Penn State has a new musical program. Um, Milliken University has a new musical program. A lot of them just have, like, open submissions because um, that's, like, a, a cheap way for writers to develop their work, and it's a great way for colleges to get publicity should the show go anywhere, you know? So it really is just, like, mutually beneficial. Um, a lot of schools are doing it right now.
0: I wish I did that. Yeah. Would have saved me money. Well, you know, for the next show. or Or, <laughs> you know,
1: for the next version of Good Morning New York. You know? Right. It could be Good Morning Millikan University. I don't know. You know? But, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Colleges
0: have their own totally. news program. Totally. Totally. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe, hmm, I might reach out to a college when I want to develop it for a different yeah, city. Yeah, exactly. That's my idea for a tour, is having other cities produce it, and then we'll just it. I think that's it.
1: great. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like producing, but I like writing, but also I've been doing this for two years. Sure. Yeah, so mm. I'm, I'm so impressed that you moved uh, Star <laughs> Wars musicals so fast. Yeah. Because I thought that I was moving fast, and I'm not. Two
1: years is very fast. Okay. Two, that's super fast. Like, I, seven months is, like, impossibly fast. That, yeah. I, I'm never going to have an experience like that again, you know? Right. Um, yeah, two years is, like probably the minimum for something like that to happen. Um, I mean, look, Balloon Boy, I've been working on since seventh grade. You know, it's going to be 10 years next year. So, so
0: when people want to hear what happens next with mm-hmm. Balloon Boy yeah. and with the Star Wars musical, mm-hmm. where, and listen to your album, yeah. where can they find you on social media? Yep. And also where can they find your album? Yes, okay.
1: yes. So my album, The Perks of Being a Snowflake, is available on Spotify and iTunes, um, You can find more information and videos at BillyReese.com, R E C um, C E. And I'm on Instagram, just at BillyReese, and Twitter at BillyReese. And, you know, that's it. I'm out there. I'm out there, you know. Great. But, yeah, well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>